Are you fucking ready for the intro or not? Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I'm just like really, really freaking high. Like I'm literally laying on my back, just flying through space on the floor. <laughs> um, conscious computers, a. Hey. <laughs> Back to our podcast. That was sick guitar work, man. Thank you. That was actually my monkey, Bubble, who I've trained to play the uh, piano. I mean, guitar. So, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, pal? Um, Is God burning? Yo, what do you know about black today? holes? <laughs> Holy shit. Let me just tell you what I know about fucking. Why did you ask me that, by the way? What the fuck? Why did you just hit me with that? It's just a good topic, black holes, man. <laughs> Talk about it. Okay. So a black <laughs> hole is consistent. Are we really doing this right now? Dude, I'm just so freaking high. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm in a black hole. Let me walk you. As you know, my mind is an infinite basin of worthless information. So you want to know about black holes. So there's two parts to a black hole, right? There's a, uh, a singularity, which is typically to be understood by our simpleton minds as the center, if this was a circle, okay? And then there is an event horizon. Uh, for a 2D description, think of the event horizon as the outside diameter of such circle. Were you still with me? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> uh, the event horizon is a, is if we're thinking in 2D, it's a bit of like a border. It's the, it's the, um, it's the barrier, right? Or the uh, gate. Um, and basically when this event horizon, when you cross it, it's where the speed of, uh, the escape or velocity acquired to like escape the black hole is equal to the speed of light. So essentially what happens is that once something is within the radius and we're thinking in 2d form inside the radius of this event horizon, uh, the matter will fall to the center with, um, and it falls to the center with so much force so quickly and with so much velocity that it's basically reduced to just a tiny, tiny, ultra tiny volume with an insanely high density at the very center of the circle. Right. And that's the singularity. Yeah. Dude, it's literally like, it's like a great metaphor. <laughs> it's a what? It's a great metaphor. That was a scientific explanation of black hole. What do you mean a metaphor? <laughs> I know. But black holes are great metaphors. Like, they are... Oh, like, you, you are the black hole. You're at the center of the universe. What the and fuck are you saying? Portal, you're like a portal <laughs> for experience. And you're... Once you enter this experience, you just you, there's a point of no return, basically, and then you get crushed into an ultra-dense volume? No. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> I mean, not really. I really think you're stretching on this. But you are the portal through which all of the mass so collapses into, and it collapses into so a portal, and then it expands on the other side of the portal, and then it contracts. What did you so smoke like, today? So it's like yin yang. You know, How like high waves. are you? What is, so tell me about tell me about where you're at right now. I told you, I'm laying on the floor 
mm-hmm. on my back flying through space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But um, but <laughs> you you're super high. Tell me about that. Yeah, dude. Like my tolerance to THC is just super super low. Weird brag, but okay. Uh, so yeah so like essentially a black hole is uh it's a point in space well it's not really a point it's a place where like gravity is so strong that like even light can't escape right uh but there's like this weird paradox right with a black hole where it's like the gravity is so strong because all of this matter has been squeezed into like a tiny space right so everything has its own Everything has a push and a pull, right? Everything has gravity, its own field of gravity. Does that make sense? Every planet, right? Everything with mass has gravity, okay? Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, you have all of this volume condensed in a very, very small space in a black hole. There's a ton of you know, pull force on that because there's so much volume, there's so much gravity, right? Gravitational pull based on the volume and the density of that singularity. Um, it's weird because it's like, oh, the gravity is so strong because um, of all this matter and density, but like, it's also only there because the matter and the density like fell into it in the first place. Does that make sense? Um, and I think a lot of people have kind of accepted that this can, this is something that happens possibly when a star dies. But from my understanding, the research and the origins of black holes is still incredibly sketchy or not sketchy. It's, it's, there needs to be some research done. Like to conceptualize a black hole, literally light cannot escape it. So you can't even see it kind of. Right. Uh, We have to use specialized technology. Yeah. It distorts reality. I'm telling you, it's a portal. Uh, No, well, it doesn't. I'm telling you black holes are portals, dude. Uh, The interesting thing is we can't (laughs) find them. They're natural occurring portals. We're, we're only able to find them by looking at relatively nearby stars and the way those relatively nearby stars interact mathematically. And so it, because they'll be pulled out of a normal movement cycle, we can start to identify patterns that would point to the location of a black hole. Right, right, right. There's no evidence that they're portals, just mostly just uh, death pits, just death. Yeah, but have you ever died? Um. Additionally, like, it's crazy because, like, we think of black holes of, like, these big things, but there is scientific evidence that they could be as, like, as small as, um, like, a cluster of atoms, essentially extremely tiny as well. And there's also, like, uh, if you're a Muse guy, like, supermassive black holes also exist. And there's actually one in the Milky Way. It's called Sagittarius A. Um, anything else you want to know? They have like crazy mass compared to anything. Like they're like four million bazillion trillion suns worth of, of of mass in the middle of it. I mean, like millions of millions of millions of Earths in terms of energy. Wait, dude, are you recording? <laughs> yeah, I'm recording all of this. Okay, cool, cool. What the fuck? We forgot to clap, think- but I guess I can figure it out. <laughs> okay, one, two, three. All right, that works. Um, okay dude what is your like what is your number one principle for life (laughs) or not number one but what's one that is high on the list (laughs) oh so we're we're done with we're we're done talking astrophysics after you just 
Um, you're, you're, we're done with astrophysics now? No, we don't have Asshole. to be. No, no, that's fine. What's important <laughs> to me in life? Uh, black holes, probably. <laughs> yeah, dude, black uh, holes are nuts. My number one principle in life? <laughs> uh, I, I, I think one thing that guides me is, is um, never be content. Like the idea of acceptance and being content is extremely dangerous. The minute you become okay with being content, you start to slowly fail or you become stale or you, or you no longer better yourself or improve. And it's just, it's just a horrible way to live. I think my opinion, some people are very content and happy and I don't understand those people. <laughs> so that's an inside. Well, I why can I'm explain the so logic anxious. behind it. The logic behind it is like, if you, if you're never happy with where you're at, yeah, then then will you ever be happy? No, with I'm where not you're unhappy. At? I don't think I'm unhappy. I'm very happy. I love the chase. Okay. Yeah, I'm very. So happy. you so you enjoy the. It's chase. hard. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But like, it's like I'm at a job right now where I could I could literally just buy a house right now and make that same amount of money in this career for the rest of my life. Honestly, if I really wanted to. Or I could get a bigger house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just, I'm, I'm not yeah, a big, dude. You I'm need a working. helicopter. You need a jet. You need fuck a helicopters, yacht. bro. I don't fly private. You're either. gonna need a spaceship soon. My family actually so get this. My family has a hard role. We actually don't fly private ever. Dude, if anymore. you don't own a spaceship, then you're a nobody. <laughs> All right, Elon fucking Musk. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be like. Like give it like a hundred, two hundred years. If you're on a spaceship, man, you're, you're tripping. All right, Cheech and Chong, what do you got? Maybe for not next? even that long. Maybe like fifty years. <laughs> Who knows, dude? <laughs> Sorry, um, there's gonna be a cutout there because my microphone unplugged itself again. So we're back. Anyway, so what else you got for me? Um. <sighs> Um, I don't know, dude. I, I've thought of two things. It's your turn, man. <laughs> You're supposed to have five. What? You're supposed to have five questions. Oh, we're doing the five questions thing. We do that. Oh, oh my God. all right. What's your favorite crystal slash gem? Crystal? Malachite. Is malachite a crystal? Not really. It's a mineral, though. What do you mean, crystal? Like crystal, like crystal like gemstone. What? Like crystal gemstone. So my favorite gemstone. Yeah, or crystal. They're kind of the same thing. Do you know the difference? Sometimes. Yeah, there's a difference, but sometimes they're the same thing. Sometimes crystals are gemstones. But I'm guessing you don't know the difference. Sometimes there's crystals in gemstones. Like sometimes particles of crystals are in gemstones. Is that so? Yeah. It's called um, crystalline. I think is the scientific the term for it. Structure. It's, well, that refers to a molecular <laughs> structure. All right, dude. You're, you're clearly evading the question here. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said malachite. Oh, word. I don't know that. I don't know that. That's you seen malachite, dude. Malachite's <laughs> fucking sick. Send me a send me a pick, bro. It's like a way ver better version of Jade in my IMO. In my opinion, it's a way 
It's a way better. I like uh, I like amethyst. Amethyst. Oh, amethyst. Fucking boring. Fucking boring. Actually, boring they're also cool. Like opal. Opal's is... pretty sick. Are you on Google? You're looking at it on Google, right? What? Malachite's just better. It's just Jade 2.0. Okay, fourth question. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Hmm. What do you think about ninjas? Nah, nah, fuck that. Well, <laughs> I was about to go in, dude. <laughs> ninjas. I was about to go in. Alright, um. <laughs> uh, I'm in a black hole, dude. Okay. <laughs> Do you want like the tr- the historical breakdown of like what ninjas actually are? Okay. Roughly. Yeah. Go for it, dude. I think ninjas are stupid. Is that it? Period. Well, so like ninjas only existed for like a hundred <laughs> years, basically. Maybe one fifty. No, more like a hundred years. Um, they've only been around for that long. They will really like what you would think of as a ninja, which is still historically extremely. Dude, I wrong. am a ninja. That really, it was a period that only existed for about a hundred years. Um, Sengoku, Sengoku period, I think. Um in the 1500s so um it was basically like this clan based system of education and it was the word ninja was not anything that was actually like widely used however um shinobi was a term that i think you fucking nerds might know which is something that was used fucking Um, nerds but it was never a martial (laughs) art uh Right, so the concept of ninjutsu was never a martial art. It's an it's an art of warfare that um, developed in poor agricultural or mountainous regions, and it focused on espionage and being sneaky and deception. And it was almost like better as a think of it a way as avoiding martial arts actually. Um, but there was a component of hand to hand combat. Um, but there was a major aspect of spirituality to it as well. Um, uniform and multi-purpose. But yeah, that's what I think of it. I mean, I can... You're really digging my brain hard today, bud. Fifth question. Dude, I know you're just reading the wiki pages. Hold on, someone's face on me. I'm actually not reading Wikipedia pages. <laughs> um, Do you want me to? I can read the Wikipedia pages. No, 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 that's cool. Ninjas, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm a ninja. I've been I've been a ninja for. Like, Let's read the. Do you want me to? Do you want me to read the Wikipedia pages? Okay, ninja. Actually, I, should, I probably shouldn't reveal that information. Ninja Wikipedia. Okay, let's see what the Wikipedia entry is. Let's. I want to fact check myself right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a ninja. I like. Okay, a ninja was a covert agent or mercenary in feudal Japan. Okay, well, I was already wrong because I said it was not a means of combat, and it clearly was. They functions include deception and surprise attacks, irregular warfare. Okay, well, I was wrong. I guess that is about war. 
I thought it wasn't. Um, I see what you're saying though, because I feel like like a ninja. No, I was, dude, I'm actually no, like I'm actually reading off the Wikipedia, not just going off of my weird history channel knowledge. And I was pretty fucking wrong. I mean, I could like, yeah, like it, it was. There's definitely aspects of it that was avoid like frontal conflict, but it was definitely like an art, like a warfare deal. It was conflict based solution. Right, right, but it tried to av- it tries to avoid conflict. I think that, I think it probably tried to avoid where like the individuals were weakest, so like they didn't have advanced technology in forms of like metal usage and armor and other shit like that. So they had to find new ways to like interact with probably like their conflicting parties. The question is, are you a ninja, Aubrey? No, I'm not a fucking ninja. Um, and now I'm actually reading the. Wikipedia. Why not? You want me to read the Wikipedia on black holes too? That'll be interesting. Okay, black hole. Oh, dude, please no, please no. I want to see how right it's gonna be so freaking scientific, dude. A black hole is a region of space where gravity is so strong that nothing, nor particles, electromagnetic radiation such as light can escape. The theory of general revolution. This is fucking boring. My explanation was way better than this, nerds. All right, five, five, quiff, fifth, fifth question. Fifth question. Um, when is the last time... Oh, no, I shot Never mind. Um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, what is... What is... Okay, this is a great question. What yeah. was your first dream that you remember in your life? Or do you... Oh, I can't even play... I can't even place it. You don't even know. Oh, I can place it. I can place it. I have a I have a series of recurring dreams. Um, okay. Okay. Them, that 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 works. One of them is this concept. There's some kind of non-humanoid thing. It's made its appearance before as like a observable plane or line, or even it's appeared as a roadway before, or a path. Um, or sometimes it just appears to me as a feeling. Um, and basically my dream understanding of it is that looking or interacting with it is instantaneously f- fatal. So that's been haunting me like my whole life. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> it's a night terror. That's a reoccurring night terror I've had. And so like I've had very, I've had insane. So like basically like I used to live in a two bedroom, uh, not three bedroom home and two of the bedrooms are upstairs. And like there was a hallway between, I could see up the hallway. And so um, basically like it appeared to me, I remember one dream where this thing, whatever it is, appeared to me as a, as a roadway. So it was kind of like um, like three lines extending in 3D towards the other side of the hallway, um, but maybe like chest level height. And dude it's a dream so how do you explain like maybe made of light where like you could see them but also see through them very easily is this roadway and i could see like um my like it's hard to explain like it's a dream like i couldn't see my family but i like in the like i understood from a perception basis that like they were people i knew and that were a part of my life but they weren't explicitly like defined characters on the other side of this materialized roadway and so keep in mind this is all happening and usually in like uh what's that what's it called when you see things when you get high what's that called hallucination yeah so this is like a night terror induced hallucination i've had this my whole life um and so like and I, there's this weird feeling of like i know that like if i were to even touch look or interact with it 
that like my existence it's like this ominous feeling that my existence my existence would instantly like end but also like like this insatiable like draw towards it so that's like a yeah thing so happen, i can like, so okay check this out so i'm writing a book i've been writing a book for five years and the main character um is constantly running from the angel of death yeah and the angel right. of death is like because like it's like does you it said, have a form it, what does it have a form yeah so it's like oh see my thing doesn't have a defined form it's usually light like like in this current house i'll have the night terror sometimes where it will take the like the the feeling will emanate from like the light down the down the hallway and like I, I wake up with this like extremely strong hallucination that like if i look at that light it's not even that i'll die it's like i'll instantly cease to exist it's cr- yeah. it's a crazy feeling it's insane yeah dude yeah i know and i have to like close my eyes and like get the grips and like break like the night the hallucination like convince myself that like it's just, just like a night here and that's not a real thing it's 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 insane dude it's actually an insane feeling anybody with like nightmares or night terrors who's ever experienced that can relate to exactly what i mean it's really hard to explain to someone that's never had that yeah i've experienced who's never it. Had, i've experienced who's it. never had a hallucination yeah dude uh it's death it's it's like the fear of death you think it's the fear of death absolutely that's absolutely what it is man why do you think it's why do you think it's manifesting to me like that that's so crazy man it manifests in in like endless ways like there's endless ways it can manifest but it's the way you're describing it that's obviously what it is like it's because death is terrifying until you experience it and then it's like it's actually the most blissful thing that's why like deep down we're kind of I've never got it. it I've never gotten a perception of bliss from it though ever in my whole life you don't remember no, dude, I've just, I've never, I've, I've interacted with this, with this perception, with this form my whole life. It's never been anything positive. It's always been horrifying. That's, well, that's because you've never died. No shit, Sherlock. What? No shit, Sherlock. That's what I'm saying. So, like, in this but, lifetime, you've never died, so you don't remember dying. But so if you don't remember something, then it's as if it didn't exist, because like it's to you, it's gone. It never existed. Um, so you don't remember dying. But uh, that's your theory. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We don't. We don't. We don't share that. Okay. Um, anyway but like (laughs) this points like to an interesting concept like what if like things that like we commonly understand that have been like explained historically as real figures because like i'm someone that like i think most of my close friends kind of know like i'm obsessed with this concept of mortality and like skeletons and stuff like i love that shit you know what i mean yeah um but like what if like all of these like uh um figures or like like these sun gods or like the grim reaper like what if these are just like graphic 
like graphical, I mean like images, right? Image depictions of, of, of feelings or perceptions or things people experience. Like this is just a drawn example of something someone's experienced, right? So the, the, like these things that like we commonly understand, like let's take the Grim Reaper. Like what if this, is, the Grim Reaper doesn't exist in like the form that we understand it, but like we draw him like that to like make it tangible. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, everything is symbols. Everything is metaphors. And, and and if you look at if you look at the way that um, polytheistic religions interact with each other, additionally, where a lot of polytheistic religions get along quite well because it's like, well, I have a sun god, I have a fire god. Well, that's probably just different names for the same explained thing. Is the conclusion that a lot of them come to. You know what I mean? Which is interesting, so interesting. But when you look at monotheistic based religions who are t- so attached to this image. You know what I mean? We're extremely, I mean, for for what the religion professes to be, like, monotheism, typical traditional monotheisms are extremely attached to the concept of, like, image and depiction, right? Don't you agree? Yeah. It's interesting. It's just it's very interesting, the differences. But I, I would believe that, like, yes, for all, death has some kind of emotional form or interaction. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got to go back. Yeah. yeah you... Um, I want to get clear on your beliefs. So you, what do you believe about death? Um, uh, I don't know yet. I'm still exploring it. I okay. really don't know, man. It's a big, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, well, what do that's I what believe? I'm saying, dude. Like, like you have to, what you do have I to believe? experience like, it. I think, I, I think <laughs> I truly, it's so hard because like being religious and believing in an omniscient God figure is so difficult, especially because I'm Catholic based and I am Catholic based. And so like, in a sense, like I do believe in a heaven, right? Yeah. But, um, how, how I interpret that is extreme. I'm having trouble interpreting this heaven because there's many aspects of Christianity and Catholicism that provides heaven as a place where you're, and eternal worship of the God figure, and you're just content with eternally worshiping him. That sounds like hell to me, in the sense that, like, it seems like you've lost free choice, action. It seems like you're just <laughs> stuck in, like, a stasis almost, right? Exactly, dude. Heaven is like, hell. It's like being, okay, shut up. But it's like being high, which you are, but, like, it, once it no, goes on no, for dude, too I'm, long, you don't like I'm it serious. anymore. Like, heaven, like, it's a, it's a paradox, it goes full circle. The opposites, but there's also like, there, but the, the, there's there's also a paradoxical situation on the other end, which is hell is this place where supposedly you have free will to indulge in all these sins, but you're also being tortured. Like there's there's something, <laughs> there's like equationally, it's, it's it's strange to me. So here's here's the other interesting thing, like, right? I think like separate from. Separate from religion, especially like in music, I think we've heard a lot about people doing deals with the devil, right? It seems to me that like even like non-religious individuals recognize that like there's some kind of devil or satanic figure that exists, even if they're not Catholics. Would you agree with that? Yeah. But, the darkness, the shadow. So if, if, if the devil approaches you and asks you to do a deal with the devil, like of course you're going to say no because the existence of hell implies that there's an existence of heaven that is the exact opposite. So why would you do the devil deal which is you know which is happiness in the mortal lifetime when he's his existence implies the existence of a immortal happiness 
that you are giving up. To, so it just, anyway, if you're following me, so my perception of all that is very strange. I think, again, I have rooted Catholic beliefs, and there's definitely times in my life where I've hardcore believed in God, and I do believe in God. But I think if someone was pointing a gun in my head and I had to come to terms with the fact that I was going to die, I think at the end of the day, I would believe that like I would be going to heaven or hell based on the objective morality of my life. And I think that's what I want to believe as well. Like, of course we all want to believe there's an afterlife. My problem is, is I'm too much of a skeptic and too much of an analytic brain to accept it, to accept any truth about it or accept any like hardcore belief. Like really for me to have anything, it's extremely faith-based and my faith is not always the strongest. Does that answer the question? Yeah. So yeah, it's complicated. It's interesting to me because I really enjoy, and we've discussed this, like the meta game of mortality. I love the game of mortality, the way we exist right now. I hate it as well because I know that oh, in some form it, Oh, I see. You don't want to die. It. I hated it. Well, of course, but but no, 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 no. That's important. That's not of course, dude. That's important. You want to die? Yes. Death is the most amazing thing ever. (laughs) But not yet. No. All the time. (laughs) I want to be constantly dying. You are constantly dying. You're an organism. It's not, no, it's not a biological, it's not a physical death. You are a jellyfish inside armor made of bones surrounded by... Exactly. You're a fucking jellyfish. We're jellyfish. Yeah. We're jellyfish. Anyway, yeah, I don't want to die. So it's hard for me because I love this mortality, this game of mortality, but like I understand that it has to come to an end. But like in that sense, I've become, I've accepted the fact that like, okay, well, if I've got to accept the fact that this, this game of mortality ends... I have to prioritize what I really want to keep. If I want to keep something, I want to keep my consciousness, right? Of course, we're most attached to the, to the naturally as humans, I think we're most attached to the concept of self. So to make me sleep well at night, I believe that somehow my consciousness is going to continue. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm flying, man. <laughs> do you find are you have you come to peace with the concept of death? Uh, truly. Yeah, I mean, hardcore. Have you truly come to peace with it? Yes. Would you but say you're ready? I was born ready, man. <laughs> Shut up. Would you say you're ready? I was born Don't ready. Me. <laughs> Would you say you're ready? Don't bullshit me. Come on. That's the joke, man. Birth is death. It's a, the the paradox yeah, is. I'm clearly, I'm clearly not going to get a real answer. Come full circle. That's the real answer. It's, it's that simple. Do you simple. think you're ready to die? <laughs> Do you feel like you're ready to, to die? Yeah. To stop existing as you. I are? really. Because I'm because I'm in it. I'm already in it. Okay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> 
Oh man, hilarious! So funny. It is. <laughs> it, it's funny because because all, all you can do is laugh. Like why not? That's not true at, at all. At the end of the day, you can accomplish things while you're alive. What do you mean? All you can do is laugh. Like so, you're ready. Like if 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 the the dude comes to your door with a gun to your head, I'm gonna kill you. You said, yeah, we're good. I'm ready. Let's go. No arguments. Um. Yeah. You well. You surrender. You surrender to the no, will of the universe. I, what the fuck? I completely disagree. I can. I got another 60, 70 years in me. Well, I mean, you can. That doesn't mean you don't fight. You can fight you if just you said want. You surrender. That is the opposite of surrender. Is fighting it. You, you know, you surrender so you're mentally. Not ready you, you surrender to the unfolding. When the time is when the time is right, but the time is not right. Yeah, the the time is. The, the right, it's always the right time. That's the truth. That's it's, not true at all. You're okay. telling me that like the, the, the baby <laughs> in the backseat of the car that gets hit by a drunk driver and dies at six months, six months years old, six months old, that was, the, it was always the right time for that baby to die? That's what you're implying. No. No, you just I said mean, it's always right. I mean, are you... How old are you? 24. All right, so... I but mean, it's all... it's always the right time. Everything is a projection of your mind. So, um... No, but answer the question. The baby that died, hit by a drunk diver at six months old... Well, wait, well, are you the baby? Um, no, the baby's another living being. Was it the right time? Well, from is your is, from your understanding of the universe is that okay, correct, acceptable, at peace. Um. Yeah. But really. Yeah, everything just happens, but I like experience. Existence is subjective, so Clearly. so maybe you've never died as a six-month-old baby that doesn't have anything to do with this like that's sort of what like the devil and what evil is is it's like the stuff that makes you skeptical about goodness you know like you see like scary a traditional foundational theory of the devil is making you doubt your faith that's kind exactly. of the most f- exactly but i'm not i'm not you're 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 probably you're, i think you're just too high to give me an actual real answer on this topic the, what i want to know is right now in this moment are, are you okay with ceasing to exist if it happened right now you're at peace with that there's nothing oh, else you want to oh, do okay okay hold on i just i figured out a, a flawed like like you we're, don't we're see having death, a logical it, uh, we're having you a don't see death as equal to ceasing to exist Exactly, exactly. We have different uh, definitions. Okay. <laughs> so we're having a philosophical so conversation. So why is, why is death okay then to you? What does it represent to you? Just moving to another form? Well, here, okay, first of all, ceasing to exist does not exist. Period. Mm, that's, there's no refutable evidence for either side of that argument, so we can't even get into it. 
you, you don't need evidence. <laughs> it's obvious. That is ex- non-existence. That is that is a, listen, not listen, an listen, argument. Listen, listen, Ari. Listen, listen, Ari. Non-existence. Okay. We have four minutes, by the way. Okay. Non-existence is uh-huh. exactly what it is. Non-existent. It does not. What exist. What happens when you're asleep and you don't have consciousness? What are you then? Arguably, you don't exist you're, in that moment. You're nothing. So if you are not conscious, you just said existence. You just said I was nothing, but you said non-existence doesn't exist. Right. Everything is nothing. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. <laughs> I told you, all, poly, like all paradoxes go full circle. So everything is nothing. That's why are there paradoxes? You are. This is why are there paradoxes? Uh, Wait, what did you ask? No, that's that's why they're considered paradoxes. Paradox, like yeah, paradox is at the core of existence. That that's like the metaphor of the black hole. It's like it's a portal. At the center of the universe is a portal, and you are that portal. <laughs> but it's a paradox, just like a black hole. Like you can't get to the, you can't get close to the center of it. You can get close to the center of the black hole. It's very very easy. Well, it's not hard. It's it's a like you keep really falling hard. inward. <laughs> no, there's there's the whole point of the black. I just explain this. You don't fall in forever. There's a singularity where you stop and just exist. There, there's there's no exactly. It's yeah, not endless. There's a point where it stops. Because the closer you get to the center of a black hole, the slower time goes. So again, that's also not been proved. You watched too much Interstellar. <laughs> okay, man. There's concepts of exploration with theory, within theories of theory of rev- relativity. There's concepts. Well, okay, of you got to remember. I'm I'm talking in metaphor. Like like everything I say is metaphor. This might be the worst episode we've ever recorded. This is great. I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> you have exactly one minute and forty. This is seconds. my fi- this is my favorite topic in the world. We're not talking about anything. We're talk- well, we're talking you have about no existence. substantial. You have no concrete or substantial beliefs. That is something I truly believe in. That you don't have any concrete or substantial beliefs. Well, because I believe that nothing is really that concrete. <laughs> That's why I speak. Yes, in your understanding of everything is a hundred is completely fluid. Then why do you try to achieve anything? What's the point? Why do you make? Well, music? it's like What's you said. Point? You like the chase. So, but it's not concrete. As from your understanding, it's completely fluid. The chase is could be pointless and it could be everything think about it this way you you you're walking around in heaven you have to assign some basis to things or you're just yeah check it out check it out your existence is pointless without anything let's explain it for you so you walk so imagine this you're walking around what you have 48 seconds all right you're walking around in heaven Uh uh-huh okay just imagine this you're just walking around in heaven and you come upon a mountain so you just you walk around heaven, you come upon a mountain. You might just climb it, just for fun. So that's where the chase comes in. It's like, I'm here, I have these like options, I can do these things if I want to. It's like a mountain in heaven, I just climb it. But, some sometimes I actually don't feel like climbing it, so I don't. <laughs> I do something else. I'm in heaven, so it doesn't matter. 
But there are consequences for climbing the mountain, and there are consequences and rewards for not climbing the mountain. And there is impact, and those consequences and impacts should define some basis for your existence and the way you feel about things. There's a reason you don't go on a murder spree. Yeah, because you don't want to. Oh, sweet Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you want to sing the outro? Let me get the guitar. Outro time. Are you ready? Are you ready to sing the outro? Yeah. Conscious. Computers. <laughs> uh.